Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and appreciation in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday gathering. But before we begin, let's just take a moment to arrive. So wherever you are, just pull your spine straight. <clears throat> Open your shoulders. Lighten your mind and close your eyes. Watch the breath flowing in, flowing out. Nothing more. Become aware of the calmness in your eyes, deepen it. As your body calms down, you have this feeling as, as if all the restlessness is just settling down like sand in a glass of water. Become aware of the gentle pulsation happening at the navel with each breath. Belly is rising, belly is collapsing with each breath, nothing more. Soften your body a bit more. And become aware of that stillness. Stillness. Mind may come in with some restless thought. Remind the mind of the stillness. Let the mind 
watch the stillness of the body. Let the mind watch its own stillness. When mind begins to watch its own stillness, there is a sense of expansion, oneness with the wholeness. Welcome that breath in your heart, opening the heart lotus. As you breathe out, that heart lotus closing. In breath, opening. Hold this image of a beautiful lotus unfolding as the breath comes towards the heart. Keep the heart lotus open. And slowly we open our eyes. <clears throat> Thank you for taking this time. This being the Thanksgiving week, a week of holding the thankfulness, gratefulness, for all the blessings in our life is the focus this week. How sweet our heart feels when we are established in gratitude. When we are feeling thankful. When we are saying thank you. or not even saying it, just thinking about all the blessings in your life, just thinking about all the people who have been an instrument of goodness in your life. The quality of that heart that's established in gratitude is immense, cannot be described. The quality of the heart that's expecting something from somebody else, the quality of the heart that feels entitlement, that thinks that I deserve certain thing and somebody's not giving it to me, all that makes our heart very small. 
when we begin to expect things from the other and they do not deliver it, our heart becomes so small that we don't have any space for them in our heart. This is why this week when we are reminded of to be thankful through this thanksgiving. I don't want to go in the story how it started, but I'm very grateful that at least such a observance is built in in the society. When we are just reminded to be thankful, The vibrations coming out of our body in that moment when we are just feeling thankful. Before even the words come. Because words then minimize it. You do something for somebody, they say, thank you for doing this. But before it even goes to a particular thing, just thank you. That thank you is immense. Those vibrations coming out of our being reach that person much faster than our words or our texts or emails or snail mail. May this be a practice this week that in our moments in solitude, instead of thinking about all other kinds of things, may we just go down from the moment far in the memory lane from the moment we were a child, we were born, and just make it touch those places. Everyone that has been a part of my life, everyone who has been a part of my journey, to support me, to <clears throat> feed me, to give me nourishment, emotional, physical, all those things. Just remembering those moments is the best medicine you can give to your own self. Just thinking and smiling, not expecting, no, I wish they had done this, or I wish they didn't do this, and no, not that. This week, let it be a week of picking pearls, not pebbles. There may be moments that you have not even thought about. There may be people that you have not thought about. But just staying with that image now we can take it to a little higher level. <clears throat> it's the divine itself that came to you through that instrument, through that person. Think in that way. It's not just that person. The person was just the instrument for the divine grace, divine blessing, divine help to 
reaches. When our heart and mind are thinking about those moments, those things, it's really good for our health also. Very good for our health. Instead of the bitterness, anger, resentment, sadness, all those negative emotions that really constrict our heart and make us tight. Gratitude, gratefulness, opens our heart lotus. And when that heart lotus is open, the Divine Mother comes and sit up, sits up. Then this body becomes a temple for the Divine. When we are just thinking about our needs not being met by somebody and we hold a grudge, we hold a resentment, it makes us very small. Why not stay in our divinity? Let the divine be present. <clears throat> this is a, another uh, special week for another reason. We celebrate Maha Samadhi. This is the Maha Samadhi week of Aghoreshwar, Sarkar Baba, my guru. From the 21st of November to 28th. On the 21st November in 1992 um, was the last time we those who were living around him had a physical exchange through words. After that, he went into, in medical language, they call it coma, but he was very much present in those moments and much communication exchange happened on a deeper level. I remember it very well when Baba was present in person, you could make a phone call or you could just visit. Uh, you had a question, you had a worry, you had a concern, you say it and he will say something and it was very easy. But when that body was not present, then what? When he was living, I felt like we were little kids just doing things and reaching to him for every little thing. But when the body was not present, then we had to access him within ourselves. So for this Mahasamadhi week is very special, particularly for me, because I accessed the inner guru in those days. The guru that I was seeing outside had to be accessed inside. And many insights, many things that I accessed before I had no idea that I even had those. So I'm very thankful for that moment also when the Guru became very present 
in, on a different level, in a different plane. And when a great being like Aghoreshwar leaves the body, it's not a matter of sadness. Yes, the human in us, the child in us feels sad. I remember Baba telling me, <clears throat> oh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just leaving this body. It's just old bones. I'm tired of carrying these old bones. I have much to do. I have much to do. I still have much to do. If you need me, call upon me and you will see. I'm there. So when he said a word like that, A part of me didn't want to believe. But later on, as the time went, it became so clear that Baba was so right. It's not gone anywhere. Great beings do not go anywhere. They just leave the body. Their presence is very much available to those who reach out. It's present in his teachings. Those teachings. And just to tell you a little story, not a story, it's a true thing that happened. I had just come to Sonoma, I started the ashram on Kerrigar Road. In those days, not many people knew, and I would sometimes spend alone the whole day. There was a window, and Baba's big picture was next to the window. And I was sitting in the room looking at Baba's picture. I said, we do this arti puja meditation on this picture. You are not the picture. We offered that body to a flame, cremated. You are not that body. Where are you? What am I doing here? A little doubt started creeping in about my own journey. My eyes went through the window in distance, and there was a tree. The outline of the tree began to glow. And this thought entered my mind. And right here, you have to be in a place to see me. And the whole room filled with fragrance that used to be around Baba. So moments like that happen if our heart and mind is settled and is sincerely seeking, we do have access to that energy. People who have been influential in our life, <clears throat> their body is not in front of us, but they're not completely gone. They exist just in, in a little different dimension. We are so used to just being in one dimension through our eyes, through our ears, through our nose, through our taste and touch. It all keeps us in one dimension. But there are many dimensions. And we access those dimensions through our stillness, through our state of mind, through our state of heart. That's why prayers and meditations are so important.
in all the spiritual traditions. We access different dimensions in those moments. We all do, but we sometimes we just don't trust the messages that come to us, the experiences that we have, we don't trust it. And the day we begin to trust the messages that come to us, without doubting, that is coming from the Guru within. We are very thankful for moments like that. We begin to doubt those messages because we are too attached to our own idea how things should be. But we never know the bigger picture. We don't know the bigger picture. We have an idea, we have a desire, we have a need. As long as that is fulfilled, we think that's good, but not necessarily so. In adverse moment comes sometimes the best blessings. Anyway, that's a whole different topic. I just wanted to uh, speak about gratitude and remind us all that let this week be a week of remembrance of all those instruments that have been a part of our journey, spend a little time with that. And also be, be aware a little bit of the quality of your heart, what's happening in your heart. Sometimes it, if you're not careful, it will jump into complaining about it. That, oh, I wish they had done this. No, that's not the time to go there. It's that this week, let this week be only to pick the pearls. See the goodness even in things that we have not seen goodness before. As I was saying earlier, we receive thank or we give thanks to people for one thing. Thank you for this, thank you for this, thank you for this. But before it goes to one thing, just staying with the thank you and check the quality of your heart in that moment, just for a moment. Just saying thanks. What comes in the, in the way of being thankful is our own ego. Sometimes good things happen in our life. If not careful, immediately it will come, oh, I did it. I deserved it. I have done this for them. That's why they did it. We'll limit it that way.
always find a way to give credit to someone else. Staying in humility also keeps our heart open. We like to take credit for every little thing we do. That's good to boost our ego. But greater than that is being able to give credit to someone else and smile. You know what you are doing. You don't have to be pretentious, fake. But to be able to give gratitude to someone else makes our heart larger. We take the credit, it makes us feel good for a moment. It's like lightning in the sky, flash, then it's gone. But if we come from that place, <clears throat> That's why in um, traditions like uh, in India, for example, or here too, if something hap good happens to people, they say, oh, this is the grace of the Guru. This is the grace of God. I'm just the instrument. So somehow being able to give thanks also works on our ego. Staying in humility, being grateful, and tasting the largeness of her heart is so sweet. It's, it's long-lasting. We have been serving our ego all life long. And these moments and this, um, it's a wonderful opportunity to be humble, be grateful. Now, who to be grateful in Indian culture? Three, three are asked to be grateful. First, mother, father, and teacher. If mother, father, and teacher were not exactly the way you wished they were, somebody else came in and gave that nurturing. Somebody else came and gave those teachings. So that's where the divine comes in there. Divine finds its instrument, different instruments through which it flows to us. Anyway, I think I would like to stop here and let you check in with each other and I'll be here. Thank you for your time and presence.